0: But I was going to Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station. But I was going to Toshi
1: Station to pick up some power converter. Power converter. I going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converter. Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station. Power converter. Hello and welcome to Toshi Station Radio, where we sell power converters and talk about X-wing. Our last order of power converters is still showing as pending for some reason. So we're gonna kill some time talking about X-wing. I'm Matt Newt.
2: I'm Doug Howe. I'm Alex Smittle.
1: And joining us today, actually, for some in-depth discussion is a friend of the podcast and well-loved local X-Wing personality and continual shout-out on this podcast, the Falcon King himself, Bob Howe. How are you doing, Bob?
3: Hello, gentlemen. Hello. That's
1: my dad. <laughs> That's People think
0: he's my dad. <laughs>
3: I was actually promised power converters. That's I'm a little disappointed here.
0: That's fair. Like honestly, you should we should just call it quits now because we disappointed Bob. So and yeah. podcast
3: over. Well, well, well
0: done. Like no more episodes. Shut down. Deleting all the previous episodes off Podbean. Like
1: no, no
3: witnesses. <laughs> we're, we're terrible. <laughs> Possibly uh, an overreaction. Yeah.
1: That's, That's why so we have strange. Alex on the podcast. The only type of reaction hey. is overreaction.
3: I have the, I have good takes. <laughs>
2: let's not let's not overreact
3: here. Hey. Hey. <laughs> no, no, I remember both of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man, uh, I, I should have taken this episode off. <laughs>
1: uh, so, Bob, other than being a uh, Doug's dad, you're no, lo- known locally uh, as the Falcon King for your love of the uh, Millennium Falcon, the beloved YT thirteen hundred. We. Or uh, we're covering the rebel faction this week, so we decided, uh, why not bring in our local expert? But uh, what got you into, you know, that love of that particular ship and uh, Star Wars in general?
2: Yeah, it's really it's such a like deep lore ship. I'm surprised anyone's yeah. even really heard of it. Is though. it even in the movies? <laughs>
0: Yt.
3: Yes, I am sitting in my Star Wars room right now. That I have my shrine it's, to. It's dope. Vintage Star Wars. Amazing.
1: Yeah, for for listeners who uh, have heard us mention this before. Uh, Bob's House has a room totally dedicated to Star Wars and Star Wars memorabilia. It is quite literally a shrine. Uh, how, how many models of the Falcon do you have in there, Bob?
3: Actually, the Falcon, not a crazy amount. I've got a it's couple Gamorrean of the vintage guards, and man. a couple of the podcast. But yeah,
2: <laughs> I have more
3: X-Wings than Falcons. If I mean, you still models.
2: have a good number of X-Wing game Falcon.
3: That's true. <clears <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me, <throat> I have a Stupid amount of those, yeah. I'd, Six? Uh, Six? No, close. I have them in double digits. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I have a customized one for Han, Chewie, Lando, Leia, and then several more spares, so yeah. Uh... You,
1: all, you all laughed at me for now acquiring what is my seventh Hawk 290. I don't feel so bad anymore. You should, though, it's still a Hawk. Oh, rude. <laughs> reasonable take <Spittles> <laughs> back. <laughs> so uh, as we usually start off this uh, podcast with uh, what have we all been doing outside of X-Wing lately? Uh, Bob, what's been occupying your time?
3: Um, I'm actually heavily back into X-Wing to be honest, I took a, a major break from the COVID when I couldn't play in person I completely stopped for a good three months, didn't listen to podcasts, didn't watch streams, didn't play I'm offended. Oh, yeah, this is your stuff, podcast. Well, <laughs> yeah, I did. I did still listen to this one and our local one, the Midwest Scrubs. But um, and then in July, I uh, I finally bid again, and I'm I'm pretty intently into it now. I'm I'm playing TTS probably three or four nights a week, and and uh, yeah, back on board. Um,
2: I can confirm because anytime we want to play Among Us, we try to get him, and he's already playing X Wing. Yeah, literally every
0: time.
3: That's, that's probably two out of three, yeah. No regrets. Indeed.
1: <laughs> yeah, the rest of us, we'd uh, say what we're doing, but it's obvious we've all it's, just been playing among us. It's uh, <laughs> not <necessary laughs> League of
0: Legends. Like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, have, I have not fallen into the League of Legends trap, mostly because I'm absolutely horrible at it.
0: I was two six months ago, and now I'm only pretty horrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my friends have renamed the name Newt Get Out of the Fire. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to be uh, talking about again, like we did last week with separatists, the extended format. Uh, there has, however, been some news. Uh, we did get an article this week about the Thai RB heavy, the uh, the Thai brute. We will be going over that in detail when we do our imperial uh, coverage. So we wanted to let you guys know that's coming. But next, stay tuned. Next week. Yeah, next week we should be doing that. Uh, but we're looking at the rebels currently. Uh, we don't have time to cover every single individual ship in the faction, so we're going to look at what we know is good, uh, what's potentially a trap, and what might be our pick for a dark horse or underappreciated sleeper hit in the faction. And uh, for starters, we're going to start off with our guest here. Uh, Bob, what do you think the uh, strongest list in the Rebel faction is right now?
3: Boy, as far as true list, I think, I think the jury is still out. Um, I think we're definitely seeing the trend, though. Uh Rebels' strong point, or where the Rebels can really compete right now, is high PS aces, which is not necessarily their bread and butter normally. But pretty much every list, almost exclusively, that's doing well is probably built around Luke, or Dash, or Wedge, um, maybe a Han or a Ghost as well. But all of them all of them, seem to have that trend. Uh, you they just don't compete in the efficiency market right now. Uh, they got a little beat up there on nerfs before. And, and That's so right. with so much efficiency out there, they have to compete by, by beating efficiency. Uh, I
2: would say they go with efficient high initiative as opposed to efficient jousting. Um, like just a, cause they're not particularly AC like Han can be, but you know, he's still a large base ship. He's going to get shot at, uh, but like they're, they're, they powerless. All tend to be I four and higher, like by and large, which makes sense in the current meta.
1: I think a lot of what we've seen is that so far, the rebel lists that have been dominant have been so over dominant that they need to get fixed. You had a uh, handbrake Han, which required a uh, an upgrade slots change to fix because there really was no points change that you could do to fix that. Uh, you had rebel beef, which they were really selective about the points changes too not changing the actual powerful element of the 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 list being bigs but changing everything else in there which I mean, made it Yeah, you to had be fair, to,
0: most versions didn't bring bigs
1: yeah, the winning versions think. did that was uh, our our <laughs> version thing, yeah yeah our
0: versions, of the only version was 10
1: yeah
0: hence that my was. rage previously about 10 num
3: indeed <laughs> They yep. pounded it in a lot of different ways, to be honest. I mean, they
0: ner- they nerfed everything in there but Wedge. Like
3: got <laughs> raised a couple well, of points. No, Wedge, Wedge,
1: yeah, Wedge got red raised. Uh, Cassian went up, and as you should have. because attack Officer got a big spike huge so that you
3: didn't spike. have the easy coordinate from the buildings. Leia. Leia, Leia went up uh, Leia a huge having, amount.
1: Yeah. Well, Leia had the thing of being reduced overly much and then being overplayed. And I think Leia at seven is still the correct spot right there.
3: Yeah, I'd agree. Oh yeah, straight up. But, but yeah, but I I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but there's actually a meta list coming out right now that's that's very strong, and if you're trying to play against it in Rebels, uh, I don't think there's much option other than a PS above it, which is PS4. So yeah, um, you're
1: you're looking right now at just like you said those higher initiative. Uh, powerful ships that the rebels have in the last two extended tournaments we've seen in the galactic qualifiers, uh, Kirelia and Dathomir, we have seen, uh, seven different rebel lists, make the top 32 cut in those at Corellia. It was four X wings and Zeb, which was an interesting choice there, uh, over five X, uh, three E wings with fire control systems and Arval crinid, uh, Four Wookies in the uh, the Kashyyyk defenders in the Azuduk and Sabine in the TIE fighter, and then Han and Jake, and then over at Dathomir we saw uh, a Fat Dash, uh. fat, fat Dash and Chopper list made it in uh, Dash and Hera, so Dash plus Ghost might be a architect to look at, and then Wedge Luke and AP5. Which is it's Marcel's pocket list? Yeah, Marcel Manzano and his uh, his beloved. He's been running list that list. for a so
2: long time. Pretty much the entirety of second edition. Like I think it's changed a little bit over time, but it's been that core three ships: yep. of mm-hmm.
3: And I give him major props for that because I've flown a lot of similar lists and with decent results. But boy, even you have to work so hard to win with that. So hard.
2: Yeah, I would actually put it in a very similar vein to the list middle ran at Corellia, which was the Fen Cavill Talonbane, right? Yeah, uh, yep. it's it's super feast or famine on that opening engage. It's like either you get ahead and everything's great because you're high initiative and you're hard to kill and you're you already have a lead. But uh if you mess up that opening engage, you you're only three ships and like you're relatively mobile, but you're not true aces.
0: Or you run into Han Jake. Or you run into Han Jake.
1: Right, which is That's uh, my booze. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've seen that as a uh, a strong list for a while now. And uh, Bob, you're kind of the subject matter expert on flying the Falcon. Uh, what are your thoughts about the Falcon, Han, or the other pilots in uh, the current meta right now?
3: I don't, I don't write them off. Um, I think you've you've got to write off Chewy in the generic, um, in at least general. Chewy for, at e- least
0: Chewy for sure.
3: Yeah. But Han, Lando, and Leia are all, all really good, in uh, their own reasons, and they've they meet that basic criteria you read, need right now, which is high PS, um,
2: and they're decently cheap. mobile. I say I'm flabbergasted yeah. that Leia's only seventy-seven points.
0: Han is only seventy-nine too. Like it's, yeah. they're bonkers cheap, and that's not even talk about. We're not talk about Rey in the other Falcon that's coming in a few weeks. But she's really Falcons. good.
3: Falcons really are good, dirt yeah.
0: cheap right now, and I feel like you gotta you gotta at least look at them if you want to fly rebels. Like <laughs>
3: they are dirt cheap, but the meta is really against them too. They, I, I didn't, I never want to sit down against five, six, seven ships with the Falcon because any mistake gets oh, yeah. punished so hard. Mm-hmm. Remember
0: Marie Bob, when you sat across from my tie swarm with your Falcon?
3: <laughs> I'm not saying it's a loss by any means, but like sitting down for a six round tournament against a meta that tends to be five plus ships is, is a rough. That, you're well, asking for a tough day and you're going to have to earn win. every win. Yeah,
2: especially when the boogeyman is Spamtex that has yeah. amazing time on target. Like Han's not gonna arc dodge six nantex, not with their ability to rotate arcs. And then if heaven forbid you landed a couple bullseyes,
3: uh, you just get chewed through really quick. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah, it's and the value of of them getting so cheap for me, it's it's not so much that the Falcon's going to do that much more. It's you freed up your ability to bring a little more to support them. Um, you know, you you go from. One quality ship with them, or a couple supporty ships. To really, you can get two good other ships in, and it wasn't impossible before. But, but yeah, the that's the big thing I get excited about in list building is isn't so much that the Falcon's cheap for the Falcon's sake, but oh, I have enough points left to actually try to get enough alongside it that I'm not completely relying on that Falcon to do to do all the work. Um, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, like... if
0: you're bringing naked Han, you can bring two rogues with R3 Astromech, and this still leaves 13 points
3: of upgrades for Han. A-N-N. Yeah, and that's the kind of thing I'd look at.
0: And you have one point left for Composure. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go away, It was the first one point upgrade in a slot I clicked on. <laughs> how dare
1: How dare you disrespect marksmanship like that?
0: Composure is alphabetically before marksmanship. Unless Although, composure was the first one,
2: I actually might do something like R two D crew and chopper. That's eleven of your thirteen points. I don't know. So the point is, you have options.
0: Mm-hmm. We do, and like we know, e wings are solid right now too. Spoilers: uh, e wings are pretty good right now.
2: Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, so Speaking of like you, you brought up that three e wing plus Arvalist, and mm-hmm. that was before Nantex had really, you know, become the the panic level that they're at currently with the the X wing community, but. You can make Arval Jake, and I think that list does a lot better against the Nantex. Um,
0: I think the the Rogue Squadron E-Wings actually have a really good chance. Yeah. They have six-hole on three agility, and they shoot at the same initiative, so you bring a little bit of a bid, mm. these chances well, you're
2: you never going to outbid them. They can go down I'm to eight it's super easy, they and they're can. doing it from premier matches.
3: That's fair. Um Yeah, I think their bids are going to get bigger and bigger. Yeah. And they don't uh, lose but... a
1: whole lot with those bids either. That's the...
3: So, I the thing is Nantix's
2: don't actually arc dodge that much. They're just really yeah. good at jousting, but the E-Wings are really good at jousting back, and the E-Wings are going to win really hard at range 3, yes. where they have full mods, and they're not going to take damage, and it's harder to line up bullseyes. Uh, so I, I think there's definitely something there, especially with Jake passing around extra focus tokens so that they can have focus evade target lock going to the first round of combat. Um, oh, I definitely man. think that list has some legs. All
1: right. Uh, one of the other things that we were looking at was uh the idea of lists that might seem good in your head or ships that people want to want to make work but really are that they underperform or they're considered a trap. Uh we hawks. talked about hawks. Yeah, hawks hawks are uh probably the number one on there. No one's going <laughs> to claim other than me that they're great ships, but uh, we have Van, seen Van, yeah and we, are good. We, we we've seen Janors uh used a lot in uh I was gonna say M- I, I really
2: think it's just the generic. The
1: generic cock. Yeah. The, generic, yeah, the generic cock doesn't have a whole lot of uh, work. Literally, in no
0: reason to bring one.
1: But we've seen uh, Jan Ores fit into lists such as uh, Kyle Staniszewski's Rebel Shotgun list, where you take uh, Jan Ores and some high red die ships to just try and really get that first punch in there. Uh, Jan and Wedge is generally a good combo if you want to make absolutely sure your PS kills something. But okay. it, I feel
2: like that list doesn't fit anymore from Crossroads. no No, uh,
1: yeah, right, yeah, Ryan's list does not because yeah. of uh, some of the, the changes. But the uh, other things we've seen that attempts to make old lists work. I mentioned that at Corellia, I tried to make Rebel Beef work, and that right there is my first pick for Trap. Don't get... Don't fall into that trap of thinking, hey, this was good and no one's seen it for a while. Let me try and dig it back up. There's a reason if it was good once and not played now, there's a reason for that. Uh, There's a reason why in 1.0, no one went back to 4BZ once you had Dengar out there. It was a lot of things, uh, they, they die for a reason. Rebel Beef got priced into the ground and trying to recreate it without the... Pieces that made it work—you you can't really make that fit, especially not in the current meta. Uh, so I would say that the the biggest trap for the rebel faction is nostalgia. Uh, That's getting...
2: the rebel's biggest trap, to yeah. be right? That's
1: <laughs> my theme, my trench yeah. run. <laughs> right, but exactly what I what I mentioned before was that the the list that the rebels had that were successful got nerfed really hard. Now, there are some of them that are still uh, playable. The, the thing about uh, Rebels
0: is if their lists are good, they're almost always game-breaking, because that's how Rebels are designed. Yeah, like you still, They're designed you still have, to be game-breaking.
1: You still have some of the most solid cards in the game. Uh, Selfless is still out there, and as we've mentioned many times, damage passing is a great mechanic. Game-breaking. Uh, when you look at things like the uh, two Red Squadron experts with Selfless, uh, Luke and Thane... Is a list that is probably one of the uh, better options for straight jousting lists. But again, if you're running into those six Nantexes, there's only so much damage you can pass.
2: Yeah, so I, th- I think the problem is is that what we're seeing from, and this is still a very new meta. Yeah, so we, strange,
0: there isn't even but, a solidified meta yet, really.
2: Yeah, but what we're seeing so far is you tend to either have uh, jousting lists that are high initiative, or they tend to be ace lists. And uh, rebel jousting isn't particularly good against either of those archetypes because the rebel jousts can't meet up to I four of the the Petronaki aces, and they they just have a hard time dealing with the you know the imperial aces, aces or I mean republic
0: aces. Yeah. Those are kind of
2: non-existent. I don't think they should be, but they are. Yeah,
0: it's, um, we'll get to that here in a little while.
3: Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I, yes, I, I,
3: sorry, I think it's interesting that for the rebel faction. Some of the worst stuff is some of the cheapest stuff. Like it, it tends to just not work. Like your Z ninety fives, your Rebel TIE Fighters, your attack shuttle. These are things that when you're looking at, you kinda get interested when you're list building because they're cheap and you know you got three dice on some of them or but boy, they just don't work. I, I think they're there really are traps. You need to every rebel the X Wings, the B wings are fine for generics, but outside of that I think everything needs to pretty much be named. And good ships.
2: Like If you look at the Rebel A-Wing, I I don't love comparing cross-faction, but take a look at the Rebel A-Wing, and then take a look at the Baron of the Empire. Because the Baron of the Empire is two initiative higher, has a talent still, and is a point less. And otherwise they are nearly identical. Yeah. They really are,
3: yeah. yeah.
0: A-wing,
2: a- it, they, it. The, the A-Wing ability, can
0: boost but... after any action. And
2: the, I mean, yeah, but it's going to be focused on the boost, which <laughs> <laughs> the Empire can do. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's won. <I-1. laughs> yeah. um, and, uh, and even on top of that, like the, the faction-specific talent, Ruthless is more useful on a Baron than Selfless is on an A-Wing. Like,
1: oh, just I can't even imagine putting Selfless on an A-Wing. For starters, it's a three-point talent on a cheap ship, which we've yeah. mentioned is often bad. But on a four health ship, uh.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like so, the it's the other. Yeah, you're right. A lot of the cheap rebel stuff is just not up to stuff snuff.
0: And that's never really been their identity either. Which no, is... but
2: like Z ninety five's of a place uh, in first edition, especially, and they haven't in second edition. Like Blount has seen some play,
1: but no. Um, yeah. That that's actually something that the rebel faction does lack, and Bob exactly mentioned it is the idea of a cheap filler ship that isn't garbage. Uh, the Z95 is flat out just, it's like, if you had to... It's garbage in whatever
0: faction it's in. Yeah, like, if you had just to just
1: have a straight up D quality ship, it's not its not a, why was this ship even made? There are some interesting uses for it, and you know, but you don't so, play it in Scum because you've got a better option in the Mining Guild tie, and in the Rebels you have, there's they don't have a cheap ship that's good. You're yeah.
2: I think part of what it is is in first edition, the bandit was an initiative higher than its equivalent, which is the Academy type right. And mm-hmm. now they're both. I one, And I think that really, really hurts the bandit. Yeah. The
0: compression of the initiatives. Yeah. Um, and even like
2: the Tala is only I two for, and it has a talent, but like that, that's, that stinks. Yeah. Like it stinks to invest more points into something that's going to be out initiative by most stuff in the game.
3: Um don't see anything compensating for that not not a good action bar not a good dial it's it's plinking on offense it's yeah it's uh, well and things like crack
2: shot that were really good on it had to be raised because of other things that abuse it more Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah it's it's and it's the same way with a wings i feel like it's they just they don't quite fit into second edition at their current price point
3: yeah a wings are closer but they definitely feel overpriced when you when you do the cross faction, it's kind of depressing. Obviously, the Resistance A Wing, the easiest comparison, yeah. but you're in yeah.
0: basically it's a totally different, different ship. Did. Like the Resistance A Wing is so far and beyond the Rebel A Wing that they're barely even recognizable compared to each other.
2: Yeah, which is why I was comparing it to the Tap because the Tap is actually like. very similar to an A Wing in Second Edition, especially the non-Force
3: ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, but they're not that different point-wise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I th- I,
3: we'll talk about Resistance
0: a another time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I have feelings about them. <laughs> uh, as far as
2: other things that are a trap, uh, I want to look at Bartage's list from uh, Dathomir. So he came in ninth overall in Swiss, and he went out in the top 32. This is the Dash Chopper, and this is just like bartosh is a known amazing player yeah, and a world, world because, class
0: caliber player
2: to be blunt i can't see how this list is anything other than just straight garbage <laughs> like <laughs> chopper is straight worse than a Lothal wet rebel in every way his ability is meaningless because True. in order to be range 0 of something that you can jam you had to have blocked it like unless you're worried about a bunch of i one ships that are bumping okay. that you're bumping into uh, and he has calculate instead of focus and like, I know he has Saga Cruz, so that's not a huge deal, but if over the course of an entire tournament you take a focus action once, and, well, you would take a calculate action, if you could have taken a focus, it would have been worth it to bring the Lothal. And then there's the whole Biston perceptive copilot thing, which we've talked about a lot here. Uh, but Biston's bad, man. It's don't, such it's, a huge point investment to shoot at two different ships.
3: I'm going to argue a little with that in How, fight, how, fight. Not in general. It's not a card I'm looking at a lot or excited about. But if you're going to bring a list like Dash Ghost, you've only got two guns. So the ability to trigger an extra shot, even some of the time, is a big deal. Um, Yeah, it's, it's not that I love the upgrade, and I definitely don't, but, you know, if you're committed to to, to a two-ship list it's and you have a double mod for two shots, and you've got a ship like Dash that can throw a lot of dice both times,
2: I so think, I think that's, that's
3: where it fits.
2: I can I can see that argument. I think my big thing is, I don't know why you would try to go for a two-ship list. Uh, like, I think you can... Well, maybe not with Dash. Dash is expensive.
0: That's an 18-point combination, though, for this receptives. That's 10% of your list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, 9% exactly, but...
1: <laughs> yeah so uh mentioning though that dash rendar does fit a lot of the things that as bob mentioned are good against the Boogeyman's spam text list you're moving at initiative five you are dash rendar so you can go anywhere you want you're throwing four dice at somebody uh you yeah you're a large base uh and normally that would mean you're easy to block but the yt 2400 has one of the best dials in the game if not the Outrider being,
2: title to cheat.
1: Yeah, the, outri- exactly, the, ability to cheat. <laughs> the Outrider thing. title just makes it super unfair. So, you know, Dash Rendar, right now, with as much as they've brought him down in cost from his initial 100 points to where he's currently sitting at 85, a 15% re- cost reduction over the course of 2nd Edition, uh, that's... Double th- target Dash for Corellia.
0: Or Lebo, I guess. Yeah, I was, the same. I was
2: looking a lot of Lebo. Um, same
0: concept, though. Like. Yeah,
2: I don't. I don't think it's so silly bad. I just. I I still don't like Biston. I think. Oh, I, I, I think Biston do. is trash. Uh, yeah, and like, then the the ghost build is fine. Just make it a lothal instead of chopper, like.
1: Yeah, there I don't, was not don't
2: don't Understand why he picked chopper at all.
1: There was a two ship list that uh, made it onto stream that I liked, and it was a dash wedge list. With a uh, lone wolf, Kanan, and outrider on dash, and Wedge with uh, protorps, afterburners, and crack shot. That right there is a gamble on. You know, you should with that list kill at least one ship on the opening engage, unless something. I mean, gone you're still only throwing edge.
0: eight dice. Eight yeah. dice. is no guarantee to kill any ship. But on, even still, you're, you're talking
1: about eight dice with Wedge, who ideally, if you can line up that great, you know, hey, you're rolling two less dice against a proton torpedo, that can be...
2: But how is know, Wedge outmaneuvering them?
1: Uh, Afterburners was the, uh, the the way he was actually making use of that, which is, again, it's a two-trick pony, but the, what I was getting into with this is exactly the point that you mentioned. The Rebels, to get a really good ship, have to invest a lot of points. So you see, the there's no Rebel five-ship list that is chewing up the meta right now.
2: Yeah, at least one hasn't been found
1: yet. Yeah, Uh people are saying, you know, the, the five X-Wings, not a terrible list, except for the fact that you can have six initiative four ships with three attack dice that can play, just merry havoc with it.
2: Three attack dice is generous, but yeah. But also yeah. five X-Wings has never been a top meta list. It's always just been okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So hear me, so math-wise, even if Wedge gets the double reduced agility... On, I forgot to add agility, so this is gonna get worse. So <laughs> if he pretty... double if he double out maneuvers a zero agility ship.
3: Okay, I'll so jump in with our figuring out Okay. Go I, ahead. I, I, so
0: ready. a TIE Fighter has three hull and three agility. If Wedge gets his his Pro Torp off with double reduced agility and dash suits that same target with focus lock, they're still only averaging four point one seven five damage. That's barely yeah. killing a TIE fighter. Point of no, order no, also
1: that crack shot does not work with uh proton torpedoes. That's why is... I didn't
0: that's why I didn't count crack shot
1: Yeah. So you're looking at again this an
0: average of four damage to a three agility ship. That's not that's not a great amount of damage.
1: well four damage does kill most three agility ships. That well uh, that,
0: that's on average four point one damage is not reliable to kill a three agility. And if that's your win condition is to always kill a three agility ship on the first turn, it's not gonna happen. Like that's not a reliable list.
2: So the big thing about that list is it's an anti-ACE list because if you roll up into that into six Nantex, yes, you will probably PS kill one, but then you're still eating five shots back. Then <laughs> Wedge is going to die back. Yeah, and and so- if
0: if Wedge doesn't get the second out, if Wedge doesn't get the out maneuver, um, off it's it's so much worse like.
3: Okay, so, so Wedgeley
0: gets his ability.
3: You've already lost if you take five shots back. You have to have range controlled with a list like that, and and only fought your two against two or three in the first round. Yeah, gotten a yeah, kill, and a, then he has killed a has. second in the next round. I mean, that's that's your win condition. If you're if you're playing this kind of list, you are you have to love it. You have to have lots of reps on it, and you have to play it perfectly in matchups like this. And that's there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. That's but, right. I,
0: I don't think it's a reliable way to to perform.
3: Though. Yeah, it's, I, well, I
2: completely agree. I just think if we're discussing general top medalists, I don't think it falls into that category. No,
1: not even, even close. What it, it reminds it, me of with the, uh, your description of it there, Bob, is uh, one of your fellow locals, uh, Dan Peterson, and his love of the Boba Guri list, which is another one of those, like, you have to have ice water in your veins to fly because you make one mistake and it falls apart like a gingerbread house. Or
0: you want to do a single I-6 and it falls apart like a
1: gingerbread mm-hmm. house. <laughs> But, yeah, but you know, he's
3: terrifying on it, because he's yeah, he got is, so many reps on it.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like that statement, "Yo, know, I don't fear the man who's practiced 50 punches. I practice the, I fear the man who's practiced one punch 50 times. Yeah. Right. You know?
0: Well, we're talking about general meta-rebelists. Right. You can't count that as one of them, because no. it's not a reliable well, what, way to what, win what games. Is, yeah,
1: and that, that's exactly what I was getting at, that rebels have... We're, we're saying that they're, they're great ships, the the ones that are the powerhouses are going to be expensive, so you're usually limited to a three, maybe four ship list, when right now we're seeing a lot of uh, high ship count lists doing well. But yet, these Rebel lists that made it to uh, the day two, top 32 of these two tournaments, there were a number of two and three ship lists in there.
2: So I do want to caveat all this conversation, because... There is a boogeyman list that is a six-ship list. So people think of it, but the actual average ship count is still only around four. Yeah,
0: it's a uh, hair under four.
2: So okay. I think what we have a lot of is people assuming they need to be able to beat spam techs. So they bring lists that that are targeted towards that. But I still think you could succeed pretty well with a four or five-ship rebel list that's jousting efficiency. Indeed. Uh, you just have to accept that you're going to punch to that matchup. and Which you'll hit
0: on average once a tournament. Not
2: even. It's, yeah. it's like 4% of all lists is Spantex.
0: Yeah, then, yeah. Like, it's uh, perfectly reasonable to punt to Spantex and just bring a list that beats the Imperial Aces and Field Jank.
2: Yeah, or at least has it's, matchups into them.
1: Yeah. Right. Talking about the strong points and the weak points, uh, let's all give our pick on what is one of the most underrated and dark horse ships that could uh, make an impact in Extended for Rebels. Uh, Doug? Uh,
2: I think Luke. Is really good right now. Uh, I think Luke has been pretty good to really good the entirety of 2nd Edition. It hasn't been very popular. Uh, and I think it's because he's less flashy than Imperial Aces. And he like he is the closest thing to a true ace that Rebels have. And because there's not anything else that's super like that, I think people tend to go for closer to like more efficiency type.
0: He's list. basically a cheaper Delta B Jedi. Yeah.
2: Like. Um, but, so... I know I just said that you don't really have to worry about spam techs. Like, you can choose to punt to it. But if you are worried about it and you want to build a list around them, I think Luke is a good yeah. ship that is good against spam techs and is just good against the field as well. Um, like, he's he's got the big purple number, and it's the best purple number on defense because he always gets it back. Uh, he's relatively mobile. He's high initiative. He does good damage. He is good naked or loaded up. Uh, like, there's lots of flexibility in building Luke himself. Um, so I think he's definitely something that I would look at more as a like if i were building a rebel list.
1: Okay. Uh, Bob, your pick?
3: Yeah. Well, that Luke's a great choice. Um, I'm going to I'm going to take a risk cuz i haven't gotten to test it out enough yet, but i'm going to go with the wookiee and it's not Heaver's four wookies and a little support ship. I think there's something there with like three wookies and Luke or even maybe two wookies and something else. I, I feel like a couple of Wookiees getting in your face, shooting every round, and if you waste the time to burn them down, there's going to be you know, some power left on the board. Um, I don't think the Wookiees, now that they got so cheap and, and this one list came out and it was strong, I think there's still some more there to be found. Uh, I think there's going to be some cool stuff with the Wookiee list. Yeah, before this point changes over,
1: definitely
2: agree with that. Like,
1: absolutely, I mean, I, I'm absolutely happy to hear that. I love, I love the Wookies. Uh, my call for it, I think, would be Nora Wexley in either the Ark or the Y-wing. Uh, you've got an initiative five ship with a great ability. Uh, I think the Ark is a better chassis in the current meta because you have options with crew that you can bring. You have uh, better dial and offense and even um, though you're
2: one hmm? counterpoint for the y-wing and that okay. is the concussion bomb that's coming out,
1: right and i was about to bring up that you know you have the concussion bomb that could change a lot of things there but right now i think uh initiative five nora wexley in the Ark is quite possibly one of the better dark horses in the rebel faction
0: i just want to say i played against a Nora y-wing and it it's not good it's still it, like it because of the price points of everything in the faction
1: could why why probably... are we here in a really weird spot right now? Because... Because they're not maybe, Cavill. Yeah, they're, they're not Cavill. And do you, do you bring them as... Yeah, Broadside's good, and cavil's okay. Uh, um, excuse me? So,
2: my point with the Rebel, the Nora Y-Wing, is I would literally just put concussion bombs on her, and then just throw her at people and drop bombs like crazy.
0: Which is what the one I played against did with Seismic Charges. Okay. And but, so, uh,
2: the it, thing about Seismic Charges is they're... I think they're super underrated as far as bombs go, but they are also the most situational ones to drop. Like, you can drop a proton bomb pretty much any time for zone control, like, or to do damage. But seismic charges, like, you really have to, you really want to drop them in a spot where they could potentially hit multiple rocks, and, like, there's enemy ships near those rocks, and you're not near them. Uh, like, it's a lot easier to punish yourself with seismic charges than any other bomb,
0: oh.
2: which is why I was looking at concussions, because you can just bomb spam like crazy with those.
1: And Alex, what's uh, your choice for a sleeper hit in the faction?
0: I mean, it's already been talked about, because it did well at Corellia, but the Rogue Squadron E-Wing is, might be the best ship in the faction. Like That's bold. It's
2: definitely the most underrated, I think.
0: Like, So I just built this list here while we were talking. It's got Luke Skywalker, two Rogue Squadron escorts, and Jake at 200 points.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that sounds like all naked, but you've got three I-4s and Luke. And two of them are wings, which are hard to kill. Jake's passive focuses. Luke's hard to kill. It feels like a pretty good list.
2: Yeah, I mean, it feels very similar to the three of them and Jake. You just lose the R threes to make one of them a way yeah. better
0: closer. Indeed. Slash. There's per- definitely first some... person to put in front of the six nan Texas on round one.
3: There's definitely synergy there with Luke because of the obvious linked <laughs> action being the target lock, which is the great weakness for him. Jake can can fill That's that focus, by yeah. moving first, throwing a focus out, maybe even both of them a focus in a in a perfect Indeed. scenario. And then yeah, let's throw some double mounted shots.
1: Yep. Indeed. So pretty much uh, rebels have their work cut out for them if they're going to make their way uh, close to the top of the mountain right now. But I, I, really think, I, don't,
0: I don't think it's as dire as you're making
1: it sound. No, I think they just have
0: to give up their preconceived rebel notions that they've held since the
1: very beginning of 1.0. 1, 1. They have their work cut out for them. It's not, you know,
3: impossible. Uh, Other factions have been in this place where you could, you know, every list had just one of a couple pilots in it and some variety but mm-hmm. there was i think that's where rebels are right now is there's a little more limit in what's I mean, really going to get to the top but
2: that's what first order is first order yeah. is Kylo yeah. plus variety
3: yeah it's it's and it's still way better than that but it's it's more closer to that than rebels have been in the past They're, you
0: know. there you wait like, like you just can't just everything blindly anymore and that's something that a lot yeah. of rebelists are going to have to adjust to Aw,
3: and now I don't know what to do.
1: Yeah, same team. <laughs> I have a. Well, do I have a faction for you coming up? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go right into it. Uh, the tiny faction, the Galactic Republic. That's the like uh, tiniest faction. No, it's not. But <laughs> first order still exists. <laughs> c- compared to the uh, the rebels, it's the tiny faction there. Uh, the Republic has had a lot of lot more success in hyperspace than it has in extended. In these last two tournaments, we only saw three Rebel lists make Day 2. One at Dathomir, two at Corellia. Republic, uh, not Rebel. That's what I mean, Republic. Too many R factions, that's the problem. There are
0: too many R factions.
1: Ban R factions. So at Dathomir, we saw Anakin and uh, four Gold Squadron Torrents make it. Uh, Super, Ace, Delta B, Anakin. Uh, you're basically looking at an Ace and a mini swarm there. And then in Corellia, we saw Obi Wan and three arcs, which is a list I've flown a couple times. It's, it's, it's good. I haven't figured out how to make it work, but uh, someone obviously did well enough to make day two. And the list that made it, the the list that just seemed like you hit random, was Obi Wan, Plo Koon, Anakin, and Goji. I have to face. Uh, Followed by Mark Robert, it?
0: though, who's a known.
2: Yeah, who, Mark, who, Robert who
1: is, is. Mark Robert is really good. I don't know why I
0: didn't bring broadside but. yeah every time
1: i see goji in a list when there were other options i just have to go why but i look why? at the build he had for it which was uh i believe uh goji with uh, uh seismics uh delayed fuses so you can use goji's ability more uh it was mostly re uh reloading a lot he he flew that great it just it's one of those lists that on paper looks like it's not gonna go anywhere and that's almost kind of uh, par for the course for the Republic. They have a lot of lists that you look at on paper and go, this will never work, and yet somehow they do. Uh, ships that are better than they seem.
2: I do want to say, looking at this list, I think he brought Goji. Because Goji is now the exact same price as a Red Squadron bomber. And you technically get an ability, but it looks like it was mostly brought for the Seventh Fleet Gunner.
0: Ah, uh, with, the, with the CLT Jedi? Yeah. That checks out. Yeah, I think... Th- that's, I, that's the cheapest Seventh Fleet punch. Gunner you yeah. can get.
2: Yep, it's, it's, it was, and he threw the seismics on there with the lead fuses because, like, if he could go, just build one off. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Like, why not? But, yeah.
1: Um, there. So uh, obviously, we haven't seen any strong, you know, dominant metal list in extended there, but we have seen that ether sprites are still really good. Uh, either with the CLT or Delta Seven B, you've got options to build so, the ship. On that note, um, nerf aversion is
0: a real thing, like. Jedi, especially Delta B Jedi, got nerfed relatively hard lately in the last couple points changes, and people tend to scatter away from anything that's been nerfed. Yeah, And I think that's the only reason Delta B Jedi aren't popular. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like, we've talked about how you just have to make decisions now in list building with them, and to be blunt, people that played Republic Aces didn't know how to do that, because they didn't have to. Like... (laughs) If the option is, should I put a shield upgrade on this ship or take a deeper bid? It's not a real option. True. Uh, like you got every good upgrade you wanted, and then had choices for a couple, and days. Then and then had, the had a ten
0: point bid. Like, yeah. like
3: yeah. forced it and quit being good. It just got priced more appropriately. Yeah, dude. And, and
0: give me uh, seven days until the lat comes out. I'm gonna show you what the Jedi can do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I
2: assume there will be a resurgence for Republic with the lat coming out.
0: I will be flying Republic for great. Like assuming yeah. lat points aren't where they should be and are where I think they'll be. <laughs> All
1: right. We we thought we were hopefully gonna get a point stock this week. It looks like it might be next week for the new ships, uh because I don't think they're gonna drop another preview on us for a wave that's not coming out for another month, but who knows? I mean uh, the lat's coming out at the
2: Yeah, I think he's talking about that, the fruit and the heroes oh, of
1: the, yeah, uh, yeah, the, I fruit the, what I'm to to the so you know we uh, we don't know where exactly the lat's going to fit in there, or all of the uh, totally fair and balanced crew that comes with the lat. Uh, you know, seven point uh, Aila Secura is going to probably be a thing. That's so...
0: <laughs> don't take Aila Secura's name in vain. She's going to be eight.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. So if one... they're if they're going to nerf her that hard,
0: one easy example to look at is
2: if you look at Delta Plokoon and Delta Obi Wan, you still have sixty points, sixty four points left over. And that is for a lat with crew. It's for potential R2 Astromechs. Like, there, there's still
0: plenty it's of... It's for potential barrage rockets on your lat? Like, yeah.
2: Oh. And so I think that's the biggest thing that has scared people off Delta B Jedi, is everybody stapled R2 Astromechs to them. And now R2 Astromech is that big scary nine points, and people don't think it's worth it. It's and pretty it might easy to
0: be. fly non-regen Jedi, though.
2: Yeah, so, but the thing is, even if R2's not worth it, like Delta Bs are still really good without yeah. regen.
0: I just, came in first in Swiss at, anymore. at Warfare. I came in first in Swiss with the non-regen Delta B. Yeah. like it's it was it's not difficult. Yep. Yeah. No, it's a regular in... ship now. They're not the most. Uh, a
2: regular away. ship that double repositions with force. Oh, yeah, <laughs> straight up.
0: <laughs> but that regen shields was my point. You All just right. had to fly them like any other ship. As you have to fly them to... fair.
3: They give so, up points the first time you earn points yeah. on them instead of the second.
0: Yeah. True.
2: Fair is in big quotes because it's double reposition with force. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: that aside, it's, they're it's not, not rejetting anymore.
2: It's just, it's just a faction of Kylos instead of faction of rejetting Kylos. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things
1: about the Delta 7B is that there aren't necessarily any bad pilots for it. Now, some of them are obviously better than others. But you're looking at uh, your your Jedi Knight, I3, one force, great because they're cheap. Uh, don't
0: put Delta B on Jedi Knights.
2: Don't sure put
1: Del- no, no Jedi don't put Delta B on Jedi Knights. On Jedi Knights. You're, I you're don't
2: know. The... Well, okay, you shouldn't in the current meta because there's too no. much information yeah. stuff. Yeah, they're but, I3. But... but they're down. Like So Delta B actually went down for Jedi Knights as opposed to everything else. Uh, so it's yet... only 52 for a Delta B Jedi Knight.
1: Yeah. Right, and that still means you're limited to three of them, as opposed to I, five. Yeah,
2: I'm not saying you should spam only them. I'm just saying at, at 52 points, I, I actually have, have
1: looked really an I3 hard.
2: Three attack dice. Ship. Like, you have an X-wing with a force point, mm. and at I three, and the ability to double reposition at I three.
0: I have looked really hard at a in the previous metas a Delta B giant Knight carrying being my chopper carrier. Yeah, also chopper is still a thing. Yeah, life yeah. is terrible. Would, absolutely, um,
3: <laughs> chopper is amazing. Yeah.
0: That's not the word I would use. <laughs> I mean, it is. But then I would follow it up with, life is terrible.
1: <laughs> but then you, then you also have your uh, Master and Padawan of Barriss and Luminara with their mirror abilities that can be useful in the right uh, situation. Uh, again, this ship is really easy to line up bullseyes with on uh, anything that isn't of higher initiative. So, I
2: will say if there's one Jedi that is... Uh... The closest to a trap, it's Barris. Yeah. Like, uh, I would never take Barris without, like, maybe CLT, but probably just without a configuration. Yeah, um, no, In, like, a swarm list where something will get a bullseye and she'll be able to use her ability. Uh, mostly, she she's just her. a Jedi Knight for one more point.
1: Right, that's the thing. If you need that initiative, that one higher initiative, then you take Barris over a Jedi well, Knight. She's
2: but the so thing nice. is, because she's an initiative higher, all of the. The configurations are more expensive on her,
1: right? So yeah, that's, it's that's only good. if
2: you're taking a naked Jedi
1: Knight. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword there. Uh, Sacey Ten, we don't see a whole lot of use out of uh, with the weird little uh, let your friends maneuver around uh, better. That's a, a a good ability if you're worried about being blocked or arc I mean, dodging.
0: I mean, you just it, put sense on them and you get free dial yeah. changing.
1: Yeah. Which it's is... probably
0: amazing, but
2: people tend to undervalue uh, looking at dials and changing dials. Like, if you take um, Bump Masters in 1st Edition, for example, with Intel Agent, mm-hmm. and people for a really long time argued that Intel Agent wasn't necessary on them because you could just figure out what they're doing anyway. And that's not really the point. The point is... Why
0: risk being wrong?
2: Yeah, like, I could be correct 95% of the time, but if I lose on that 5% of the time, why not bring something that makes me not lose instead?
1: Indeed, um, and th- then you have uh, what I believe is probably the most underrated uh, ether Sprite, Ahsoka Tano, with her infinite coordinate type ability. You can yeah, do I it don't with think she's answer. that
2: underrated anymore. I think
0: people. I are think Plo on. is the most underrated because he's the same as W one, but way cheaper.
2: And yeah, again, I don't think he's underrated anymore. I think people have caught on.
1: Yeah, people have caught on to the fact that they're good. Uh, Mace Windu would actually be the one I would generally consider the most overrated. I agree. Uh, with that. Yeah. Yeah, Mace, who, uh, if you see someone flying Mace on the other side of the board, you know they're going to be flying aggressively. Mm-hmm. It's almost a given. Uh, not just because of the nature of the ship, but the kind of person who's going to fly Mace. And then, Ow. of course, you, you've Harsh. got... Harsh. Oh, no, I, I don't mean that as a pejorative. I mean that as the fact that you look at uh, that ship with, especially the Delta-7B and three force points, you can afford to be aggressive, to do those red maneuvers and get your force back. Uh, it's a very... it's. Mace Windu is designed to be a in-your-face brawling uh, ship with all that force to either protect him or help him punch harder. And then, of course, you have Obi-Wan who is, hands down, the best Jedi. And then uh, Anakin if you have too many points in your list.
0: Anakin's hands down the best Jedi. He just cocks it appropriately.
2: So, I do want to go over Mace a little bit because I don't think we've ever talked about why we think Mace is overrated. Because, on paper, the ability seems pretty good. Like, if I did a red maneuver, I get a force back, which is kind of like getting a mod out of it, like uh, like his ability could read after executing a red maneuver, gain a calculate token, and that would seem pretty good.
0: to a max The thing to is, is
2: that Jedi don't have to do red maneuvers, like hardly
0: uh, ever. Ever. No.
2: Pretty much the only time I've ever done a red move on a Jedi is when I'm disengaged and I just want to turn around faster.
0: Yeah, like I'm k uh, way past somebody yeah. to dis- tear around on my disengage.
1: Right? Now, obviously... You- a lot more than you guys do, apparently. As amazing or where as there are in other players.
3: ways, yeah. Amazing as there are in other ways, clearing stress is is a serious problem on that
2: ship. Yeah, side. it's not yeah, great. They're, they're not so, terrible blues, but for how mobile the ship is, it really hurts to limit the dial.
1: Yeah, and especially because limiting the dial, uh you know, again puts you in predictable spots. And for a ship that's fast, it's yeah that that hurts. The fact that the uh, four straight isn't blue really. You don't, you don't have the, I'm going to disengage and clear my stress option with yeah, so there's
2: If you're taking your, mace with okay. LTb, you actually kind of have to take R4. Because if you're going to use his ability, you need to keep the dials open as possible. But if you do <laughs> that, for the exact same price, you get Plo Koon with L3. So why not be an initiative higher and have a better pilot ability? That's
0: <laughs> true.
1: <laughs> Here's another thing that you can only do in Republic... If you really, really like Mace's ability, if you like that ability to uh, get mods after doing a red maneuver, can I introduce you to your friend and mine, Oddball, who no, I believe cannot. You cannot. I you cannot.
0: <laughs> also, if I wanna, I-, I wanna make something clear. Mace isn't get a. It's not a. You get a free mod after doing K-turn. It's you. If you happen to have spent more than one of your force. You, you get one get back before you maneuver, and
2: then you Which, get a second fair, one back. Is, is really easy to do. Yeah. Anyway, Bob, now
3: we have it like Fremont. six times. I, I was just going to say that both the CC and the Mace both fall into the same scenario where, in a vacuum, it's a good ability, and it's a good ability on a good chassis. The The problem comes just in the comparison of what you could take instead. Yeah. I, I, it reminds me of the T 70s that have the same thing. They have so many good pilot ability. T70s that you tend to not use some of them simply because you can't resist taking a better one.
0: This Poe and Bastion
2: exists. a small <laughs>
3: amount of points.
2: Yeah. Also, um, the, their, big, their orange isn't nearly big enough. Like true. Mace and Stacey's orange is only a four instead of a five, and that's a big deal. That's a huge
0: Stacey. difference. Yeah.
1: yeah. Hey, Oddball's a five.
0: Not
3: Matt, about this podcast. Yeah, you're,
2: you're Kyle, you are the new host of Tashi Station Radio. Congratulations! <laughs> Enjoy doing all of
0: the work. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Uh, speaking, speaking of oddball in and his Why, friends, though? uh well, because there, there are there are technically in the most technical of senses, there are other ships in the faction other than the uh, Ether Sprite.
2: I'll are going what's possibly a trap.
1: Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Pretty much, there are a lot of things out there. Uh, arcs are still trap. just. Well, nope, they're good solid ships. I will I say, mean, the, the generics are good solid ships. Named pilots for the Ark. Minus, uh, minus Sinker. People have made Wolf uh, into it a bad, thing. Don't, it, people don't even have try.
2: insisted on playing Wolf enough that it's made the cut a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Not and a real think, thing.
1: Yeah, Wolf is, uh, obviously, we would probably all throw that in the trap card category. Sinker, uh, we all remember the Sinker Swarm. Very good when Republic first came out. They Still viable. Yeah, they beefed up Sinker appropriately, and just what you were talking about, Alex—the the, uh, the Nerf version—that Sinker went up in points, and everybody abandoned that archetype immediately.
0: And before Brian listened to our podcast for the first time to hear about Sinker Swarm,
1: um, indeed. But yeah, uh, like
0: Secret Swarm is fine. Um, but then, why are you you can get a better swarm in a different faction? So why are you playing not Jedi if you're playing
1: Republic? Mm-hmm. Uh we've talked about the Y-Wings. Uh that broadside is probably usually your best option, but in this current meta at initiative three, uh Broadside still good. If you are just like broadside said, is
0: fantastic anti-Ace yeah, Tech.
1: Yeah, if if you're if you're willing to punt to Nantex, Broadside not good at all against Nantex.
2: I actually disagree. Like obviously he dies really quickly to Nantex, but ioning a Nantex is
0: pretty much
1: a huge
2: thing.
0: deal. They can't do their they can't rotate their arc.
1: Yeah, right. They they they, lose, they do lose all that. That's great. Uh, it's that broadside tends to attract fire. So in a, in his own way, he's like a one I mean, Broadside 0. is
0: broadside's forty one points. It's not yeah. a huge deal if he does. a
1: list. huge loss. Uh, broadside and four CLT Jedi is what I flew in hyperspace, and I still think that's not a bad yeah. extended. My list.
0: biggest thing with broadside is he's not good in three ship lists, which is what you end up with when you're bringing your Jedi.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's just he's 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 worse than a three ship list than a
1: four ship list. Right. Which, which leads us into talking about the non Jedi uh ships that you see in the faction. You don't see ships really based around I mean, every every list that made the cut had uh a Jedi in it somewhere. You see the uh we've tried a couple of variants on the uh Saratessum special, which was Obi Wan, Broadside, an arc and two torrents. Uh you can fit variants of it now. You can fit a version of it with uh in hyperspace, of bumping all those up to the uh, Initiative 3 generics with dedicated and throw Ahsoka in there. That's a uh, potential list out there. But I've also seen people with uh, determined to make Anakin and the Y Wing work as an ordnance carrier, and I don't think they're completely wrong. I think there's uh, I possibly.
2: <laughs> okay, so I do want to go back and talk about broadside a little bit because we kind of plowed through it. Uh, I think the big thing. With lists that you have broadside in, particularly in something like Spamtex, is you need to flank really hard with him, which is weird because he's a Y Wing and he's really slow. Uh, but the point is, you either need to make people choose to go after broadside and let the rest of your list get to position at once, or you need them to go into your list and then broadside can actually flank. He might be a turn behind a usual flanker, but he'll still get there. And then you have an ion control piece that can really, really throw a wrench into the entire plan of Nantex. Which is being extremely mobile and having great time on target and having an open dial that's amazing.
0: Like um, And one yeah. other thing I wanna talk I wanna say on this tactic is you don't have to plan your entire list around spam techs either. Yeah. Like, he's um he's fantastic at anti Ace as well.
1: Yeah. Oh absolutely, yeah. Broadside managing to get that, you know, lucky range to Ion on something like a soon tier can change the course of a game.
0: Thing is, it's not even that lucky. It's not like, lucky. It's a huge yeah. arc, and you have basically
1: you average more
0: damage than focused target lock with broadside. Mm.
2: Yeah. And the, right. the one thing that second edition has still done a fairly good job at, if you're not looking at defenders, is that token stacking on defense is still relatively rare and difficult to accomplish. Mm. So, high powered offense, especially with iron control, is is pretty reliant. Yep.
0: Like, and aces are almost certainly going to be prevalent as the quote unquote spam text counter. Like,
1: yeah. Uh, then we've got also the Naboo Starfighter, which really is the uh, the Anakin and Rick Ali ship because hey. we we we've seen occasional. Uh, yeah, Padme. Padme shows up. Remember, we all thought Padme was going to be the broken one of this list. Have you ever well, played against a Padme in our list? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, the Pat... worst thing in the world. She's just That's...
2: appropriately costed.
1: She's appropriately costed. Padme and Luminara, great combo there. Uh, it's literally the least fun thing to play against in the yeah. world. Uh, but you have the, the prevalence of, of course, uh, Baby Annie and Rick Ali as the, hey, I've got force and repositioning tricks, or, hey, I'm uh, a weird little defender with Rick so, Ali. So,
2: I actually want to talk about Rick. Rick was my pick for what's probably a trap at this point. Uh, interesting,
1: because uh, he's definitely the most popular of the ships.
2: I don't know that he is anymore.
0: Uh, uh, I'm not sure that he is I, I feel like
2: Anakin is more popular recently. But, anyway, like he went up three points, which... Isn't a huge nerf, but also a lot of the upgrades he took went up. Like Juke has gone up since he was since it was popular on him. R2 has gone up since it was popular on him. Uh so naked Rick at 45 is probably still okay, but as we just discussed with Padme, like that's expensive for an Abu Starfighter. And Rick is no longer an unknown element. People know how to play against him. Like people understand that he's gonna go his extremely predictable movement patterns. Uh, they understand that you don't just chase him around when he's focus evaded, moving faster than you. Uh, his offense is relatively lackluster. Even though he gets up to three dice, it's only ever single modded. Um, like, he's, he's no longer the menace he was a year ago. Um, and I think a lot of people still just kind of include him in lists because they remember him being good. Uh, but when I've flown Rick recently, he's been largely underwhelming.
0: One thing in Rick's favor is there's not much. At high initiative in that forty to fifty point range, besides him, yeah. So, like, if you want a third high initiative ship at I five plus, he's really your only choice. If you're bringing Delta B Jedi, yeah, that's I just, probably the only thing in Rick's favor.
2: Yeah, I, I just think at this point you get a lot more value out of Anna Kid. hundred percent. You're you're way more mobile than Rick is. You do lose an initiative, but uh, in Anna, You, Anna have,
0: you have double passive mods. Yeah, um, but
2: I, I think Rick is my trap card for the Republic faction.
1: And then the, the last ship currently in the faction, uh, the Torrent, which, again, don't bring a name Torrent. There aren't any good ones. Uh, if you're choosing to bring a name Torrent, you had better have some mad scientist amazing combo no one's ever seen, because I can't think that any of them justify their cost.
0: Tucker is Tucker borderline wise. okay. Tucker, Tucker's not awful. Yeah. Uh, you you've been quiet. What do you, do you have any thoughts on Republic?
3: Um... You know the thing I think is cool about the Republic is is just the way you can pretty much slap down four roughly fifty point ships and and there are so many combinations that are at least can sneak into a cut level yeah. quality especially in hyperspace um, mm-hmm. yeah you know you we're we're kind of picking out the best and the worst but there's an awful lot in the middle that is good you know the arcs are quality um you know, the the Ion Y wings are quality. The CLT Jedi, the cheaper CLT Jedi's are quality. And whatever it is your play style likes, there's something there probably in the Republic. Um, and that's and that's personally my favorite thing about it is is I've played all these different variations, and some of them that do well I put down, and it's like so horrible with it. And then a different variation I get down, and I'm and I'm instantly connecting with it, and and having a good time, and and doing decent with it. Um and anyway, that's that's how I always think of Is it's a fun one to list build with because you're not pigeonholed at all with what you can do even though there's a limited number of ships um whatever you play style you like I think you can put something together that's going to at least give you a 50/50 chance against most most things
0: And each ship has a lot of pilots which is part big part of that variety as well Yeah Yeah so Go ahead.
2: Nah, say so they all have at least four main pilots, don't they?
0: Yes, indeed. And Oddball.
2: <laughs> Plus, they're the only faction. I just there. rolled
0: my eyes all the way back in my head. <laughs> they are.
2: I'm pretty sure the only faction with a non like movie character, like main movie character. I know Oddball was in the movie. Oddball Shot Down Platoon. <laughs> yeah, but like, if you just ask a random Star Wars fan who Oddball is, they probably don't know. But he has and so Bear many pilots. Fools.
1: <laughs> Yeah, Oddball movies I'm, coming, guys. <laughs> Oddball is definitely the Sabine run of his faction. So, uh, what do we think are the sleeper hits in this faction? What what has been overlooked uh, that I, could be good? I don't think anything has
0: specifically always been overlooked. I think people are just afraid of the faction now and just need to remember that Delta B Jedi are still Delta B Jedi.
2: Uh, I would say dedicated spam is the only thing that's that fair. Is potentially
0: overlooked. Like it's had some success in the past.
2: Yeah, but it's always been very limited. Like, it's just been one or two cases. Other than Tim's Swarm, Which is still one case.
0: Oh, is it? oh, I thought you meant one one instance of dedicated in a list is what I thought you meant. No, 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 no okay.
1: yeah. <laughs> You've seen it there, and uh, again, we've reiterated, especially when talking about Rebels, damage passing is good. Damage prevention, uh, dedicated can almost be looked at as kind of like damage passing, because you're giving yourself a strain token, which means you're likely to take more damage if you're getting shot at that turn. Yeah, it's,
2: it's either damage mitigation or it's way better damage passing because not only is not the spread out, you're making them shoot at different targets, which is the dream. Like,
1: absolutely. So, you know that that's definitely there. Uh, the faction is in a weird place right now because next week we're going to see uh, new ship and uh, some that... new fish, fair, fair and balanced crew for it.
2: Yeah, we might have to come back and do just like a little blurb on an updated. Back. Yeah, after that comes
3: out because it. Like we,
0: I, I assume like we'll probably touch on it when we talk about the points released for the n- new wave in general.
3: Mm-hmm. I think Jedi will come roaring back with. A, I with fully, a few new I toys fully intend.
0: I fully intend to fly Jedi at crate.
3: Because my, my underestimated thing is still the Force users in general. Yeah, yeah. you, maybe they're not in a great place right now with the points or with whatever, but it's it's still just so good it's just so good to have two force on a ship
2: yep even without the lat i guarantee you there are people that will be terrified of dantex and they'll go well i could bring jedi back out and then they'll try it once and remember how much freaking damage they dodge all the time and how good they are at arc arc dodging and how consistent their offense is and they'll be right back in
0: and like i know delta b anakin is absurdly expensive but CLT Anakin is only 67, and CLT when you're lying at the bullseye is more damage than Delta B. Yeah. Anakin's I6 with three force.
2: Like Yeah, the only thing think, with CLT Anakin is force management is way more important on CLT Jedi, and he's a lot bigger points invested investment than other CLT Jedi. Um, for this like he's just really expensive. He is I'm that. not saying he's bad. I he is cheaper than Delta B over
0: everyone. <laughs> but he is more expensive than Delta B Plow. He's he's sixty seven with CLT. Okay.
1: Right. So that's been uh our thoughts on the Republic and the Rebel faction. Kinda hopefully we've given people maybe some ideas to jump off of with lists you might be flying soon. Uh the Conquer Dawn tournament, uh in Australia time zone is this weekend. For it's tomorrow who...
3: night. Yeah, tomorrow starting night's... our our time.
1: <laughs> yeah. By the time this goes live, there'll be a couple hours till uh go time. But I'm playing in it. You're playing an... it. Are an you?
3: I well, I, have you? I am. I have not submitted my list, no. Should,
1: All right. Well, because this, this will go you live after the deadline, so it's not any uh, spoilers. Uh, what are you going to be flying in uh Concordant, Bob?
3: Oh, boy. I'm <laughs> flying a tractor beam-focused scum oh, keep list. That one. Yes. It's so janky. <laughs> I love it. It is. It is four How ships, many which have six sorry. ways of tractoring you.
0: How many foreman approaches? Zero. Boo. <laughs>
3: It, it is Dengar, Ketsu, and two named Tugs. And it is purely a shenanigan-based catch-you-off-guard, so many tricks you can't quite keep up with all of them type list, but I'm having a blast playing it. All
1: right. Well, hopefully we'll get to see it on stream, and uh, best of luck to you and everybody else who's going to be flying in Conquer Dawn this weekend. Also. Uh, oh, yeah, go, ahead,
0: no, go, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, thanks for later. It's a shout-out. Oh, I right. have one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so
2: named quad jumpers, I always thought were a super trap, and I never, I it didn't strike me that they lowered them all down to essentially the same price as a Jacku Gunrunner.
3: Mm-hmm. Like Sarko
2: Plank and Unkar Plut are actually the same price as Jacku Gunrunners. Yeah, and then Constable Zuvio is only one point more. So one uh, more. So take named quad jumpers now because they essentially made it free, unless a,
0: you are super convinced you need to have the I one tractor beams.
2: Yeah. But even like Plut can just bump into people if you're worried no, about
1: uh, I No, I I am really looking forward to Constable Zuvio and concussion bombs. That's yeah. gonna be that, that's gonna be hilarious. I'm just gonna spit a bomb out back up. My favorite
0: thing to do about Constable Zuvio is when he drops a bomb in front of him, is to take my own quad jumper and tractor beam him onto his own bomb. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We'll we'll definitely cover those options when we talk about Scum in a couple weeks. But uh, we definitely want to thank Falcon King Bob Howe for appearing with us. And uh, Bob, Bob,
3: do you have have, Uh, have any uh, shout-outs
1: you would like to uh, give?
3: I'd like to shout-out myself.
1: Oh, he Ah! got He does, boy! (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: Shout-out to all uh, all the guys who've been playing me on TTS so much lately getting me a lot of reps now that I'm getting back into it and I've been able to enjoy the game again and and the local St. Louis crew. And yep, thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Thanks for thanks for being on, man. It's been it's always good to talk to Bob. Always good to talk to Bob. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Alex, nice. any shout outs you've got? Uh, shout out to Ryan Krauss and Jessica Torres. They're getting married on Saturday and we're all gonna be yeah. there. So Indeed. shout out to them. Also, Happy Chris wedding.
2: Been running our league that just wrapped up.
0: Thanks for drawing my name twice on those at Metal Afterburners cards by the hey, way. Mine as
1: well. Those were pretty cool.
2: And congrats to Blake for winning the league. Yes, Blake indeed. McKenna.
1: Congrats yeah. to Blake. Yeah, our boy. Uh, uh, Blake, our boy. <laughs> yeah, our, our, yeah, they're all our boys. We're all in one league. Uh, but Blake has been uh, one of our local players who has been a scum player since day one, has rarely, if ever, moved outside that fact. No, he
0: played a lot of Republic when Jedi came out. He did, yeah.
1: But he always, He's a uh, two-faction that, player. He's a two-faction player, definitely. But uh, he will take a list, and he's the example of one of those players Who, like I said, you know, fear the man who has practiced one punch 50 times. And that was him flying his double fire spray Boba Koshka list all the way uh, to the finals, avenging my loss against John Reinig. So good job, Blake. uh, Now that you're on top, we were all getting for you. (laughs) Uh, Next week, we'll actually be covering uh, the Imperials, uh, including the Thai Brute and the First Order, so if you are a big fan of those factions, then you'll definitely want to listen in. If you're not, hey, listen in, you might learn something.
0: Or don't, like, we can't tell you what to do. You're an adult, probably. If you're not, <laughs> you should be listening to this podcast, it's not child-appropriate. Yeah, uh, this episode was, no cursing on this episode. Well, we
1: can't curse in front of our dad. but we uh, do
0: our... all the
3: time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about there. <laughs> Shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> oh, there it is! No children, guys. Imposters.
1: <laughs> In our uh, little bit of a social awareness thing, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, our local libraries uh, that are not only for a lot of us uh, providing a source of entertainment and sanity during this time, but uh, our local libraries, at least, are doing uh, curbside pickup and they will actually go and find stuff for you and bring it to you. So a uh, big shout-out to the Casey Public Library System. In addition, most local libraries are going to be in the next couple months uh, polling places and election places, so make sure you know where yours is. Awesome. All right. And with that, uh, that'll wrap up our episode here. Thank you again, Falcon King, Bob Howe, for joining us for Tashi Station Radio. I'm
3: Matt Newt.
2: I'm Doug Howe. I'm Alex Smittle.
3: And I'm Bob. Oh. Bob, 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 Bob,
1: Bob, My Bob, father, Bob, out. Hi, folks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tashi Station Radio. If you'd like to support us and help offset our hosting costs, you can go to co-fi.com/slash Station Radio and toss us a few credits to help keep the Huck cartels off our backs. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook at Tashi Station Radio and X-Wing Podcast. On Twitter at TashiStationXW and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash TashiStationXWing. As always, thank you for listening.
0: Be sure to like and hit subscribe. Yubby yub.